thanks for joining back into this week's episode. I hope you are enjoying this beautiful weather that we're getting if you're here in Texas. If not, you should come hang out with us. Uh, But I'm so excited about um, the next coming up weeks and the next coming up uh, podcasts and the things that I'm going to be talking about. Um, Today's episode is kind of going to be um, something that I struggled with in the beginning of my walk with Christ, some of you might be struggling with it. Um, I still kind of do at times, but I am more equipped now that I know, you know, scripture, that I know the commandments upon my life and, you know, God's plan for us and that we have to be able to let go and let God in all circumstances. Uh, So this week we're going to be talking about forgiveness. Um, I'm hoping that through the things that I say, through the things that I give you, the tools, the questions, the homework, whatever it is, that you're able to find freedom through this forgiveness that you um, are going to learn about today. You know, forgiveness is so important um, for your spiritual health, for your mental health, um, even maybe for your physical in in a sense. But um, as I always say, grab your notes you grab your Bibles if you want to. I won't be in a specific scripture or passage today. I'm kind of just going to be abroad a little bit all over. So if you would just want to write them down and take a look at them uh, after, you're more than welcome. If you want to flip to them, uh, it's going to be different, four different ones. And then I think I have uh, one more I might share. Just whatever the Spirit, you know, whatever they tell me to do. That's what I do. Uh, but all right. So, you know, uh, forgiveness is something that I didn't quite understand why the why behind of it and reading scripture and understanding that, um, it's one of what God tells us to do. We have to forgive one another and we have to do that for so many reasons. And I'm going to really, um, dig into that today. And then I'm going to give you some examples of how our God is such a God of forgiveness. So, you know, both in the Old and New Testament, there's so much to witness that we have we have such a forgiving God. You know, Jesus himself stated that in his ministry, uh, that it would be marked by fresh starts and second chances for those who are outcasts. Uh, I personally believe that at one point I was an outcast. I felt that I couldn't walk into church. Um, as silly as that sounds, because of who I was at that time, who I, you know, how I acted, what I said, the things I did, uh, how I dressed even. I mean, I had no respect for my body before finding love through Christ and finding out that I am his daughter and he made me in a specific image and to be a specific way and to um, present myself in a specific way. So I hope that if you haven't already, that you truly start loving yourself through the lens of God, um, that you see that through all your falls and your failures and, um, I guess all your baggage, if you want to say that God loves you so much and that you are absolutely perfect. You're beautiful. If you're a guy, you are handsome, uh, (laughs) whatever it is that you are made for a purpose. And I hope that if you are not in your purpose right now, that God is going to reveal that to you soon. You know, uh, as Jesus forgave others, we as believers must do the same thing. Forgiving others is tied down to our own forgiveness. Sounds silly, but it's true. You know, if we hold on to grudges and or bitterness for someone who has hurt us and we don't release whatever it is, it will cause our heart to become bitter, um, to 
become uh, bitterness. You know, bitterness will hunt. Ugh. Bitterness will harden your heart. That's oh, a lot of tongue twister almost there. But you know, um, whenever when your heart becomes bitter, then your flame for Jesus will dwindle. It's just bound to happen. You know, when we decide to give our life to Christ, uh, we too are forgiven a second chance, a chance that is washed away the old and the new has come. I'm so grateful that I decided to be baptized, not only to say, God, I can't do this life without you. I need you to be the Lord and Savior. I need you to be the captain of my life. I need you to be the driver in the the car that that I, that this life is going. I need you to I need you to guide me in all of your ways. I, I feel like I wouldn't be where I'm at right now if it wasn't for me surrendering in that moment. But then also making that public announcement and dedication to him at getting baptized it's so so important to attach those two and then to just after that just completely live your life for christ and as the best version of christ that you can be every single day uh, you know peter once came to jesus and asked him how many times should he have forgiven someone you know who sins against him surely seven times would be enough he said you know Uh, But Jesus answered in scripture and says, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times. Jesus is not saying here that holding someone accountable is wrong. He is speaking out of continual forgiveness. God's people are to give second chances as often as someone truly seeks it. That is so hard for me in the beginning of being a believer. I didn't understand that if I forgive you, why do you keep hurting me? Why do I allow you to keep hurting me? But I had to release that forgiveness and then set up healthy boundaries. Uh, There's a book that I read by Joyce Myers that truly changed my life as far as as setting healthy boundaries. And um, it's incredible. And I think I might post that for anyone who wants to read that. But what do you out there say about second chances how do you feel about it is there someone that you've given second chances to maybe you've given third fourth or fifth chances to immediately you know i can think of several people that i've given so many chances to people that i've given chances to that are still hurting me over and over as you know this episode is playing and it's unfortunate and it it's awful that that happens but I have to remember that no matter how that person acts, no matter what they say, um, either to me or behind my back, that I have to still forgive them because I need to have peace over that. I will not do anything that is going to um, possibly harden my heart. You know, there may be times that I get frustrated and I get a little angry or maybe a lot angry, but at the end of the day, I have to give it to God. I have to let him be in control and I have to forgive those who hurt me um, because I don't want to wake up the next day and have that guilt or that, I guess, like just blah attitude because that's what will happen. You know, if we don't forgive others and we continue to think about it, it's going to fester up and it's going to make you spew over and be ugly to people or maybe to yourself or to that person specifically um and you don't want that so I do have some examples like I said that I just wanted to share with you um 
So if you're taking notes, this is where it will start if you haven't already. Uh, Exodus 2, 11 through 15, Moses murdered a man, but yet God forgave him. Jonah 1, uh, chapter 1, I think is uh, where I started reading. Uh, but, you know, the story of Jonah is he refused to listen to God's command. God called him to go and preach in Nineveh probably saying that wrong. I always feel like I say those crazy words wrong, but you guys know what I'm saying. Uh, and he runs from God's command. And well, if you've read the story about Jonah, you know how it ended. He was swallowed by a giant whale, which there he was for three days and three nights. And you know, well, of course, <laughs> I said, well, of course, well, get it mom joke. <laughs> My daughter would totally roll her eyes at me if she uh, was listening to me right now. But anyway, uh, so Jonah uh, knew that he wasn't getting out of that well on his own. Obviously, it was going to be from the back side or the front side. And if uh, I had to choose, it'd be from the front side. But so here he goes. He prays to the Lord and you know, he promises God that he will fulfill the commandment that he's placed on his life. And of course, here it goes. The sweet catch. Uh, because he did this, our God showed mercy and the well spit him out. Man, have you ever felt like at any time that you've been in the belly of a well, that there's no way out? And the only thing that you can do is pray and hope that God answers and and I, whether he spits you out of a well or he lights uh, a path to a new direction or he sends someone as a vessel and helps you guide that way. I mean, there's been a couple times just this year I felt like I've been in the belly of a well and there's no way out. Uh, but God always comes through. And I'm so grateful for that. Uh, another uh, story is in 2 Samuel 11. Uh, it's when David committed adultery with Bathsheba. When I started reading scripture and that word Bathsheba, I saw that I would say Bathsheba, Bathsheba. And it was so funny. And when I would talk, people would correct me, but I was like, I'm Southern. That's my thing. It says bath, but it's really Bathsheba is how you pronounce it. And she ended up pregnant and David's solution to this was ridiculous. It was to kill her husband. And you know, as the story goes, David, in my opinion, became a snake. He invited Uriah, which is Bathsheba's husband, to drink with him. And the very next day, he orders him to be killed. Later on, here we go again, the amazing story ending. Uh, David repented of his sins and God forgave him. Crazy to think that all of that that David did, God still forgave him. Man, that story hit me. Not because, obviously, I have not done that for the record, but just the fact that if he can commit adultery, lie, and um, I guess you could say like a biblical hitman to kill this guy, and then he has him murdered, man, that is sin after sin after sin after sin, but yet God forgave him. Like, man, that's so mind-blowing, but that's just how awesome our God is. Luke 22 is another story that is crazy to think. Uh, once you read it, it kind of like, oh my goodness. And it's uh, in Luke 22, it's Peter denied Jesus after spending years with him. The crazy thing about the story of Peter is that Jesus told the disciples that somebody was going to betray him. And he knew. And it's crazy to think 
that God still loved him. God, you know, Jesus forgave Peter and God loved him too. Like, it's crazy to think that. Like, all of these crazy different circumstances, but yet, in all four of these scenarios and encounters, they have the same thing in common. You know, and it's forgiveness. Crazy to think that. Just sitting here, like, saying it out loud. Like, I've I've studied these stories over and over, and each time that I talk about them or I say them, it still is mind-blowing, you know? So just pondering that and think about that as you're listening, you know, I encourage you definitely to be more like God did with all of these people in scripture, as well as so many others, you know, forgive people, let go of the things that are hindering you from that next level that God has for you. Um, I wrote down like freedom, um, not freedom, freedom is another way to spell forgiveness, if you ask me. F-R-E-E-D-O-M. To me, that's another way to spell forgiveness. And I said it, freedom. As crazy as that sounds, you know, because I have forgiven people, I'm set free. And you can be too. And you can move on without any shame, any guilt, or any bitterness just by forgiving someone. You know, holding on to that unforgiveness will cause you to have a broken spirit. And let me tell you, you do not want that. You do not want to be in a broken spirit space, you know, and that is not good for you. It's not good for everyone around you. You will suffer from it, unfortunately, and so will others around you. Uh, It may overflow like a bad plague is the best way I can say that, you know, you have to release the hurt and forgive and forgiveness so that, you know, for many other reasons too, you know, not just including freedom, but you need to because in Ephesians 4, it says, I believe, to be kind to one, one another and to forgive one another. I love the book of Ephesians. That's definitely one of my favorite books in the Bible. I love the armor of God. I love just how uh, it's laid out. I love the emotions of it. It's amazing. But, you know... Forgiveness is something, like I said before, was something that I had to learn. I had to be able to understand the steps of forgiveness and the why. Uh, Just real quick, I can think of a situation with my brother. You know, my we lost our dad at a young age, so me and my brother both went down the path of our uh, issues with addiction, and it was awful for so many years until God saved me, you know, I was saved by Christ. And, you know, once I was saved, I wanted my brother to feel that too, you know, and so many times he'd say, I'm all in sister, I'm all in blah, 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 blah. But then his actions didn't back up his words. And that hurt me. You know, there's so many times that I was bitter towards him that I had so much hurt, but I had to forgive him. And it wasn't until I finally said, I'm done feeding your, your, your addiction. I'm done giving you anything that is going to, uh, I guess, enable you because I was a huge enabler to his, his addiction. And looking back on that now, I wish I didn't do things I did, but in that moment, I thought I did it because that's what I needed to do in those moments. And loving someone who has an addiction is tough. I couldn't imagine the people, how they felt trying to love me through my addiction. I couldn't imagine. 
but once he was fully saved and he finally did give his life to Christ and he started backing up his words with his actions, I was able to fully forgive him and let it go, you know, and he has said he's been, he's sorry. I've said, I'm sorry. And it wasn't that I personally did anything wrong to him, but I feel like maybe if I had stopped enabling him or sliding him that money, knowing what he was going to do with it, or, you know, um, I don't know, taking him to places that I knew what was going to happen. Uh, maybe if I had done all those things, he wouldn't have been so far in his addiction and he would have gotten saved so much sooner. But I can't sit here and I can't think about the what ifs and neither can you in those situations. You have to remember the but God, but God is so much bigger. God has a bigger plan. He has a greater purpose for it. And I think we both gave forgiveness to each other and we needed that to heal and to close that chapter of our addictions. Um, together and it's crazy to think that I can say that in a positive way I'm kind of glad that I had an addiction because I was able to relate to him a lot more but um, it's still a tough situation it's still um, one of those things that it hurts my heart to just think about it because I feel I have guilt you know that guilt of man if I would have just given up I guess and stopped enabling him he would have been saved so much sooner but I don't know that you know none of you know that if you're struggling with a loved one who has addiction you don't know Um, my biggest thing for you would just be forgive them over and over as scripture said 70 times 7 if that's what it takes forgive them continue to forgive them and allow God to heal your broken heart. Allow God to fix the situation. Allow Him, because He's the only one that can fix it. And um, it's so great just to see the, I guess, this side of the forgiveness is healing and being able to move forward and just the restoration of relationships that I've been able to forgive people. Um, you know, so I just want to share, I have two things I want you to really ponder on and you can write down your answer immediately, or you can write the question down and think about it. Um, first one is going to be, who do you need to forgive today? Who do you need to show forgiveness to today? And with this, I want you to write the person's name down, pray for them, obviously, maybe reach out to them. If you're not comfortable reaching out to them. Give it to God and let him handle it. Release it over to him and ask him to give you peace over the situation, over the person. Uh, The next one is going to be, is there something that you need to ask for forgiveness for? Maybe it's something you've said to someone. Maybe it's something you've done to someone. Maybe it's, uh, maybe you need to ask for forgiveness for yourself. Maybe you've not been kind to yourself. Maybe you've been struggling with self-image or... Um, you know, mental health disorders. Maybe it's just those things that are just, you've been too hard on yourself. Maybe you need to ask for forgiveness for yourself. Sounds silly, but um, it's it happens. It happens. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you were able to take down some notes. I hope that you were encouraged. I'm super excited to just see what God has in store for this podcast. Um, so as always... Stay blessed and stay focused.